Hello, and welcome back to Bookish Beck. I am Brianna, your host, and I can't wait to talk about books with you. December is officially here, and I am so excited to talk about my November wrap-up and my December TBR. This was a so-so month for me. I enjoyed some books and didn't love others. I have really high hopes for the month of December, though, and so I have all the tea physically, metaphorically, I'm absolutely in love with this honey citron tree that I'm drinking right now. It really hits the spot when I'm reading a book in the evening lately. And so I hope that you have a cup of something with you or, you know, whatever you're doing. If you're driving, if you're working, I cannot wait to talk about books with you. So let's dive in. My November wrap-up starts with Meet Me in Another Life by Kat Riona Silvey. This book was slightly wild. I loved the concept of this book. The formatting was so crazy in the beginning because I didn't know what was going on as the book continued. You kind of just figure it out. I was thinking... Like, this is probably why it took me so long to settle in this book and enjoy it, because I did start this book in October, and I actually bought this book on my Kindle, and I ended up switching to an audiobook because I really committed myself to finishing this one, and I really wanted to continue because I was enjoying it, but for some reason I was struggling, and I just couldn't put my finger on why. Okay, so the main characters are Santi and Thora, and you basically follow these two characters through different times, questionably different dimensions. It seems to me that they were souls trying to find each other over and over and over again, and however, the book doesn't specifically call them souls. It was It was beautiful, it was magical, it was full of astronomy. It's giving watching the stars at midnight with your new crush vibes the whole book. You if you enjoy little secrets that you share with friends or lovers, this book will probably bring you joy. There's a lot of symbolism and like reoccurring mystery in this book. And I really, I really loved what it had to offer. It was, um, yeah, it was kind of a wild ride. The format was a little different. And because I struggled with it, I did rate it personally for a three out of five stars. But I know that this is someone's five star book. The next book that I read in the month of November was there there by Tommy Orange and I gave this book a four out of five stars this book is contemporary fiction it is based on the Native American experience and I listened to this on an audiobook because the audiobook is 
a full cast and the way that the book is formatted is that each chapter is told by a different character and so there is a few different voice actors who come together to to contribute to this book. Um, I felt like a few high points for me included some like low-key restorative justice. Um, I really loved the characters Jackie and Opal. Obviously, it's really easy to attach yourself to a female character when you identify as a woman. And however, both of these characters, for me, embodied the Native American womanhood that I was hoping for in this book. I felt like Opal was so strong and understanding while Jackie was dealing with chaotic trauma and struggling to form her identity outside of that trauma. There were some points, though, where Jackie just hit the nail on the head. I don't want to spoil anything, but there is this moment where she makes a man uncomfortable. And she, like, stands in that moment. And she's like, nah, he can be uncomfortable. And I was like, Jackie, are we friends? Are we friends, Jackie? It was, yeah, it was a really awesome moment. So I'm, yeah. And maybe you need to read the book to get a little bit more detail, but I hope that gives you some tea. <laughs> Here's a little bit of tea, and I hope you liked it, and maybe you'll read it and you'll tell me you loved it. Um, I will say there's probably some trigger warnings for this book. Um, it's definitely set in Oakland. It's focused around a powwow that happens in Oakland, it's kind of, the formatting of this book is also really interesting because it's very fragmented. It's almost like um, if you've seen that movie Crash, where it's like a bunch of different random perspectives all coming together towards one event, and that's the powwow that's happening in Oakland. So interesting, authentic. Um, it was a really good read for me, so four to five stars. The next book that I read is definitely like kind of out of left field. We're going to take a weird, a weird turn down a crazy path. And this book is A Touch of Darkness by Scarlett St. Clair. And this book is a modern retelling of Hades and Persephone. So... I don't know if you remember your Greek mythology, but Hades is the god of the underworld and Persephone is the goddess of spring. And Hades, um, in the stories that they tell, it, he tricks Persephone into coming into the underworld and he traps her there. Um, and this is a modern retelling of that story. Which brings it into this fun fantasy to modern times. Um, and so mm, it's really steamy. I just have to put out this warning about like extreme steaminess. But it's a romance. It's a romance novel. It's meant to be a romance novel. So just know what you're getting yourself into. It's fantasy. It's romance. There are vivid sex scenes. 
which again was really fun for me. It might not be fun for you. I did at some point get my find myself getting a little too bored. Um, you know, obviously there's a time and a place, right? So I think I kind of needed to learn that with this book. <laughs> so um, the cameos from other gods were super fun. I personally enjoyed the the characterization of Aphrodite and Hermes. I thought that that was really funny, especially Aphrodite because, you know, she's like the goddess of love and beauty and all of these things she represents. And um, oftentimes she, I feel like Aphrodite is depicted in a lot of imagery throughout history. So you have an idea in your mind of what Aphrodite already represents to you or what she looks like. Um, and in the book, it kind of like brings a different perspective. So, uh, okay. I loved it. If you're looking for a fantasy to spice up your TBR, this is the book for you, A Touch of Darkness by Scarlett St. Clair. Um, okay, the last book that I read in the month of October was It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. This, this was such a good book. I don't want to give a ton of details and because I don't want to spoil anything, but I'm going to give you the premise. I did buddy read this book with my friend Brianna, and if you haven't listened to episode five, we read Where the Crawdads Sing Together and broke that whole book down, and it was a lot of fun. So we decided to buddy read another book, and, um, you know, I just, I'm so enjoying reading books with someone because I normally don't get to do that. So, um, it, this, okay. So it ends with us by Colleen Hoover. So good right from the beginning. The main character, Lily, is so motivated, so collected, funny, sarcastic, really, she's a Scorpio, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> here I am, uh, guessing people's astrological signs, no, characters, fictional characters, astrological signs. It's fine. She is a Scorpio, though. Uh, moving on. <laughs> She meets this guy, Ryle, and she basically hits it off with him right away. So Lily and Ryle, um, they have really different opinions on life and love, and Lily really wants to have a normal, stable relationship, whereas Ryle is very committed to his single life, and he unfortunately um, falls in love with Lily because Lily is bomb.com. And this book has a lot of twists and turns. Um, I highly recommend it if you are in a reading slump or if you need a quick book to read while traveling this holiday season and maybe you don't want to read a Christmas book, um, this is definitely the one for you. So I've also heard quite a few times now that Colleen Hoover has a lot of good books out there. So if you've read another Colleen Hoover book, that you want to chat with me about, I would love to hear from you. Please recommend something to me because I don't think I'm done with this author. And that's kind of it for my November wrap-up. I will say that I did not finish Winter Set Hollow and um, I'm not quitting on Winter Set Hollow. I just 
uh, I've, I'm having a hard time getting into it. And so I'm probably like a hundred pages in. And so I'm just, I'm just taking it slow. So I will eventually finish Winter Set Hollow and I will, um, give you guys the scoop on that book, but don't judge me for, for slacking. Okay. Thank you for making it halfway through this episode, and we are finally ready to talk about my December to-be-read list, or my favorite acronym, TBR. So my December TBR um, is full of Christmas books because I celebrate Christmas and it's my favorite holiday. So, you know, Christmas represents a time where everyone is supposed to be really kind and loving towards one another. And so I really enjoy a good rom-com or like a longer, you know, like wholesome classic book. Because I feel like it's just a perfect time to kind of do that. I also think that the days are really longer and it's dark out and, you know, you can spend more time inside reading a book. And so I usually save some of these longer books for Christmas time. This season, I haven't really done that. I have one really long book. Um, I've committed to like a longer audiobook already and I'm going to be talking about that a little bit more and maybe why I specifically chose it this way um but yeah I did pick up one oddball and I will talk about that one towards the end just because it's kind of like the outlier but overall I'm really excited about this one and I hope you are too um please give me any feedback Um, I'd love to hear if anyone is reading the same books as me this month. The first book that I actually already started and is kind of a rollover from the month of November is Pillars of the Earth by Ken Follett. This is an interesting book. Um, I feel like this book is kind of a slow burning fire. It really grabbed my attention in the first chapter, and I'm not completely sure where this book is going. Um, Right now in the book, it's very focused on this man, Philip, and his role in a monastery. And I know that this book is giving a lot of, like, the church's role in medieval times, and you know, I do enjoy like a good historical lit or a good historical book. Um, and this is diving right into that 12th century time period. Um, so I am feeling a sense of gratitude for our current time period, if you can imagine that during a global pandemic. Um, but the 12th century was rough. Okay. It was rough. So (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I, and Pillars of the Earth is actually a very lengthy book. Um, so I'm just going to ride this wave of, of this book because I really want to know, A, what's going on with the church, and B, I got to know where my man Philip is. I'm invested in his character line now. Um, yeah.
And that brings us to this special sweet spot of this entire episode, which is all of the Christmas books. So the staple of December that I usually listen to on audiobook for the past couple years, I've been doing this annual thing, um, and that is reading or listening to A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. I personally have this book on audiobook, and I really enjoy listening to it because it's read by Tim Curry, and I mean, who doesn't adore Tim Curry? And it's really special because I feel like not only is he just a great actor, but he also reads this book with like a particular amount of gusto. <laughs> um, so I will never not enjoy The Spirit of Christmas Visiting Scrooge and The Change of Heart at the end of the book and the new lease on life that everybody gets with this spirit of generosity and the love that everyone feels at the end of the book. And, you know, it just gets me every time that, you know, this whole Christmas Carol story. So um, if you have watched the movies in the past or, you know, maybe you read the book as a kid, it I highly recommend It Is Time to Revisit. The second Christmas book that I'm going to read in the month of December is The Bookshop. Uh, no, no, no. Sorry. The Christmas Bookshop by Jenny Cooligan. This is one of my favorite go-to authors. She has a decent amount of rom-com books that I really enjoy. What a great writer. Um, I am so excited. I'm going to actually read you the cover flap of this book because it's super good. When the department store she works in closes for good, Carmen has little cash and few options. She doesn't want to move in with her perfect sister Sophia in Sophia's perfect house with her perfect children and her perfectly ordered Edinburgh life. Frankly, Sophia doesn't exactly want Carmen there either. Her sister has always been sarcastic and difficult but Sophia has yet another baby on the way and a mother desperate to see her daughters get along and a client who needs a retail assistant for his ailing bookshop. So welcoming Carmen might still have some benefits for everyone. At Sophia's behest, Carmen is thrown into the daily workings of old Mr. McCready's ancient bookshop on the streets of the old dark city. Can she use her design skills to revamp the store and bring it back to popularity in time to benefit from Christmas shopping traffic? Can she choose between the bad boy literary rock star Blair and quiet Quaker student Oak? Oak? And will she heal the rift with the most important people of all, her family? You see, you guys... This one is a good one. It's such a classic. It's cheesier than cheese. It's cheesier than cheddar. I I mean, what are you going to do? Like, I, I can't not read this. I couldn't not buy it. So, um, I will not say which subscription box I purchased, but I did purchase a book subscription box. And it included two books that are on my TBR. 
and the holiday swap is one of them. The holiday swap is definitely giving parent trap vibes, you know, like I'm imagining adult Lindsay Lohan with less plastic surgery as the two twins that are going to swap in this story. So, okay, The Holiday Swap by Maggie Knox. Um, There is twins who kind of get bored of their life and they go ahead and switch places. And the catchphrase of this book is, all they want for Christmas is a different life. What? Amazing. I'm so excited. They, two, two identical twins who switch lives in the days leading up to Christmas. Um, Parent Trap meets Christmas? What? This is perfect for me. I love it. I love this book for me. And I hope that there's someone, someone out there who, who knows that this book is for them too and reads it and talks to me about it. So there's your calling. Um, the next book on my Christmas December TBR is The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. And I have had this book on my shelf for a little bit because I bought this book over summertime and I didn't exactly get around to it. So The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Um, I read in October, I read Malibu Rising and I really loved that book. And I actually bought that book kind of on a whim too, um, just on my Kindle. I needed an airplane book and I devoured that book. I was like, this is amazing. I love this book. So that's what's also really motivating me to read another Taylor Jenkins read book because the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo has been reportedly um, amazing. And so many people say they love this book and it's been reviewed so many times by a million different people. And so I'm fairly confident I'm going to like it. Um, Okay, so this book, I will read the little flap here. Aging and reclusive Hollywood movie icon Evelyn Hugo is finally ready to tell her truth about her glamorous and scandalous life. But when she chooses an unknown magazine reporter, Monique Grant, for the job, no one is more astounded than Monique herself. Why her? Why now? I I mean, that first paragraph alone got me. I was like, okay, yeah, this is, this is happening. <laughs> um, the, the cover is definitely giving Christmas party vibes because it's a beautiful woman in a green dress and she has like red nails and red lips. So, and while most people are probably like, that doesn't mean Christmas, well, it means Christmas to me. So, please and thank you. (laughs) All right. The last um, kind of oddball on my TBR is A Flicker in the Dark by Stacey Willingham. And this book 
I had to put in there because I was like, you know what? I got to go with a little bit of balance here. I, um, <laughs> I have a lot of rom-coms. I have a lot of Christmas books, but I need a little bit of darkness. I need the thriller. I need the mystery. And this was also a debuting author. And I think that's really important to, to allow someone to enter into your life. So hopefully Stacy Willingham has a really awesome book for me. This, our main character is Chloe Davis. And it sounds like in her childhood, there was a series of killings that happened. Um, there was a serial killer that was in her hometown in Louisiana. And 20 years later, she is a psychologist and she lives in Baton Rouge and she is getting ready for her wedding. And suddenly there are more teenage girls who are going missing and she starts to become very paranoid about the parallels that are happening in these two cases in, of her childhood and of where she is at now at Time and Space. So yep, it hooked me. This is another book that has a really beautiful cover, I will say. Um, the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I intentionally purchased the hardback because the cover is beautiful and I'm actually really looking forward to getting the hardback version of A Flicker in the Dark because the cover is really beautiful. So they say don't judge a book by its cover and I don't think I am. I'm just saying it's beautiful and I need it. <laughs> There's a difference. Um, Okay, and then you know what? I actually have one more book that I do want to talk about because I know myself and I got it on audiobook recently and it's read, um, it's read by Laura Dern um, and that's Little Women. So Little Women is definitely a Christmas book to me. Um, you know, it's kind of like the argument of Die Hard being a Christmas movie. Well, is Little Women a Christmas book? I don't know. You tell me. Um, if you haven't read Little Women, I highly recommend it. It's so wholesome. It's beautiful. I, you know, everyone who reads Little Women, in my opinion, falls in love with the March Girls. I really enjoyed it the first time I read it. This would be a reread for me um, or a read-listen because I do intend on listening to this book uh, via audiobook and I'm really looking forward to it being read by uh, Laura Dern. And um, yeah, so I did watch the movie because the movie came out, I think, in was it 2020 or 2019 um there is so there's a modern one that's come out but I also watched the one that was made in the 90s so you know you can bounce back and forth I will say the book always hits different it always hits different um so you know again with Christmas time happening I those are my two classics that I'm going to be reading Little Women and A Christmas Carol because I think those are Christmas books um and then the other books that I'm reading are mostly rom-coms. So um, please join me on any of those. And I hope that you are enjoying some good books on your TBR. 
I um, would love to hear about any book suggestions for the new year or what you're planning on reading for the new year because, um, you know, as we learned last month, they go by quickly lately. So next thing you know, it's going to be January. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to my November wrap-up and my December DBR, and I hope you are reading a good one.